everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are here for another Hallmark Channel movie recap where we're talking about some of the latest films this weekend. And uh, we're splitting up this weekend into two parts because when you have a film like Three Wise Men and a Baby, you got to give it its its, its own space. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are talking about Inventing the Christmas Prince. And when I think of Christmas, if you want to see our thoughts on uh, long lost Christmas and three wise men. I'll, we'll have a link in the description. Uh, some fun, some fun episodes. But uh, to, yeah, so today we're talking about two. two we're, today we're talking about inventing the Christmas prints. And when I think of Christmas, and I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Bree's here. Hello, everybody. It's our time to thrive. Yes. <laughs> I hope you all are well. Yes. Uh, how are you doing? And uh, how do you? And how do you think? the Christmas season has been going so far? You know, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I am trying my hardest to stay up to date. I've really only been focusing on Hallmark Lifetime and Up TV. Yeah, and I'm lot. like, I can't even imagine. Like I I feel bad because I have Discovery Plus and I haven't watched anything on there other than like old Lifetime. Um, I know Jazz has been talking to a lot like BET, Hulu, Netflix, N- I haven't watched anything else because just between those three networks, it's a lot. No, <laughs> it is. Absolutely. That's still what, like 90 movies. Yes. Um, so, it, so it's it. been, it's been fun. I'm just, I'm telling myself now, like I'm, we're a few weeks into it and I'm like, if you're not feeling it, turn it off. Like it is yeah. what it is. I haven't actually done that yet, but like, I'm getting <laughs> to that point now where like, really like the hour and 20 minute marks for some of them is when it's like, okay, I'm just going to start skimming. Like it's getting a little, uh, you know? Um, but yeah. I think we talked about this like offline, like with, like with lifetime, for instance, last year, it was more like quantity over quality. And I feel like this year they, everybody's like stepping up their game, yeah. you know? Cause like we can watch movies everywhere. So I don't know. I'm like, yeah. I mean, especially, it for those ones. especially with lifetime, I feel like they have just been knocking it out of the park. Yes. I mean, yeah. have not had a miss really yet for me. Yeah. But, except for uh, Swiss miss. That was the only, that was terrible. Yeah, the first one, <laughs> but everything else has been really good. Has been good. We love Jody Sweeten. I <laughs> yes. like, Oh God, I want more. I want Jody Sweeten in more movies, but that one yeah. was not good. No, it was not. <laughs> I mean, I liked cozy Christmas in, so I, I have no problem yeah. with Jody at all, but, uh, but yeah. It was bad. Um, and, you know, Hallmark has had a couple misses, but yeah. uh, but overall, it's been, a, I think, a very strong first half of the season. We're getting to the yeah. halfway point, but it's true. Like, not yet. After, once it gets into December, I do start to particularly get like garland overload where I'm just like, I can't see any more garland it's <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I was thinking about it this, this morning, like knowing we were going to chat and I'm like, I just, there's, there's movies everywhere. Like you have to give us something memorable. Otherwise, like we could have been watching something else, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I was just reading today that, uh, that they're going to have a a scripted film on QVC. Christmas. Stop it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Take it anymore. 
Oh, next thing you know, like the CW is going to make like teen, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they did have CW had the Waltons movie, which is th- technically a Thanksgiving movie. So I don't know if it counts or not, but we are going to be recapping it because it was super good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. We have so much going on this week, but I was talking to Michelle and, and we were both like, it was so good. We have to talk about it. <laughs> you have to. Yes. yes. I mean, when we have like Food Network and like, HGTV stars. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay. Just watch the Food Network ones. If you do go, in my opinion, at least, just watch the Food Network ones. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we have a whole recap of the Discovery Plus Christmas movies if you want, if you're listening. But like I said, today we're talking about two of the Hallmark Channel films. Uh, so let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Uh, we have first Inventing the Christmas Prince. This was on the 18th. It's on a Friday. And it's Tamara Maori Housley and Ronnie Rowe, director Paul Ziller, who's done tons of these, and writer Kim Breyer Johnson. And it's Shelby is about to quit her job as a rocket engineer when her daughter becomes convinced that her Scrooge-like boss, Evan, is the Christmas prince from a story Shelby invented years ago. So overall, what do you think about this one, Bree? I will be honest. I think I got more into it, like the second half of the movie. I think both Tamara and Ronnie's acting was fantastic. It's like, oh gosh, okay, guys, don't come for me, okay? Like Ronnie in this movie reminded me of the heroine in um, Maple Valley Christmas, which I had put on Twitter, like about kind of like the unlikable heroine. Not like Mm -hmm. that. Not that she was unlikable, but. How we're so used to like when you meet the Hallmark heroine, she's like sweet and home, you know, Uh like we have a type, right? So when you get that character, that's like not, I don't want to say me, like they're just different, right? Like they're different from what we're typically seeing. I felt Ronnie's character, Ronnie's character in this movie reminded me a lot of the heroine in that. And I was like, okay, what's going on? Like, what's your deal? Uh, I think I saw you on Twitter put like, I think it just lasted a little too long. And I was like, maybe that was it for me. But I think, yeah, the second half definitely won me over. I swooned. I laughed. I cried. But the the first hour was a little rough. What did you think? I actually completely agree. I have this, the identical take. So maybe this won't be that interesting of a podcast because we are on the same page with this one. (laughs) Because really for the first hour, I was like, everyone's going to hate me. I'm not liking this. I yeah. just, I'm not feeling chemistry and he's just so unlikable. And, and, uh, and I also found the girl to be slightly un- insufferable mm-hmm. and, you know, just, yes, I understand that she's going through a hard time, you know, losing your father would be a horrible thing to go through. But on the other hand, just to kind of give kids kids a carte blanche to be like, whatever you have on your list, I'm going to, we're going to do for you. And then especially involving another person and making them kind of blackmailing them into doing it. Yeah. Uh, it just, it's not that swoon worthy. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I did like that. Like she's talking with her girlfriends and they're like, so you're going to blackmail him. She's like, yeah, basically. And then it cuts to him and he's like, so you're blackmailing me. And I was like, well, at least it's not a secret. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I mean, but it did win me over by the end. And I did think Tamara was very good. Oh gosh. Tamara's acting was so good in this movie. Mm -hmm. 
like so believable, like just hearing her talk about her ex-husband and I loved the mom group. Like it had some really, really amazing qualities. But yeah, that first hour was a little rough. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But I knew everybody was talking about how fantastic it was. So I was like, I'm going to stick it out. (laughs) Did they ever say where this was supposed to be taking place? I have no idea. I was like, is this in Houston or something? I was confused, but there's like no snow in Houston. No, no. Like that's not a thing. <laughs> uh, as far as I know, all the, and I could be completely wrong in this, but the, I thought all of the, uh, the space stuff was either in Fort Lauderdale in Florida mm-hmm. or in Houston, Texas. I didn't think there was any cold weather rocket. Yeah. Stuff. two places that really don't get a lot of cold so who knows it's, <laughs> it's a fantasy rachel it's a fantasy okay fantasy okay <laughs> <laughs> but she tells these stories of the christmas prince of a, but she is a rocket scientist mm-hmm. and and i i how do you feel as a mother how do you feel about this whole thing about the daughter uh, making these wishes and the mom like just trying to keep some magic alive for her kids in this how do you think they handled that here I mean really when you sit back and think about it it's like it's really the drive the driver of the plot yeah. I mean it is kind of ridiculous <laughs> and don't come for me guys I have three kids okay but it it did move everything along mm-hmm. when you think about it. So I think I think Hallmark is just really leaning into like the whimsical this yeah. year. So yeah, I mean, I like the idea. I think it's creative. I just I don't to know. To me, it did get it's... a little bit much after a while. I was like, girl, if you say Christmas Prince one more time, <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice. It's gonna if Anne is listening to this Anne, i'm sorry i'm just saying <laughs> i loved the movie i'm just saying you said it's uh, like beetlejuice <laughs> uh, well, I, yeah I, I did think it's interesting that so he he's obviously not a very good manager of people i mean we yeah. see this like they the, the uh the employees aren't happy his bosses are unhappy that the employees are not happy. Uh, he's making them work on uh, on half day on Christmas and, and then a full day on Christmas Eve, which I found kind of surprising considering he literally just gotten out of the meeting about how you need to handle your employees better. You need to. And so for him to come right out of there and be like, we, you have to all work on Christmas Eve. We're all screwed. So. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, but it, it it makes kind of a good point, I think, is that using traditional business management techniques, uh, there was uh, there was the idea that in order to progress in a company, that you have to then become a manager of people, right? Yeah. And yeah. it was one thing we learned when I was getting my MBA is that can be a terrible way to run a company because you're forcing someone into a role that they may or may not be adept at mm-hmm. I mean there are a lot of people that are terrible at managing other people but they're great at like doing the thing by themselves right I mean it's right. kind of the the and so your company suffers it's kind of like if you are if you have a, a janitor working for your company right and in order for the janitor to get more money he has to become a manager of the whole of the whole 
janitorial staff, right? But maybe he's terrible at that, but he was good at being a janitor. A janitor. So yeah. what you have to do is you have to pay people for what they're, what they are value, not try to force them into a role that they may or may not excel at. And there's, there's all these different kind of that you learn about when you get an MBA, these different, uh, different management systems that, uh, there's one that's, it's like, a a web kind of, <laughs> as opposed to a tier. So it's not, um, so, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not something that, uh, again, you're not forcing a square peg and round hole, yeah. uh, kind of a thing. Um, but it's something you still see a lot is that this whole thing is that we're oh, well, you, you want to get ahead in this company. Therefore you have to become a manager. And he clearly, this was a waste of his talents to be managing other people. It was a waste of his time. He was terrible at it. Yeah. And it, I think it showed that obviously, you know, I looked at it like, okay, you've gotten into this role by doing the thing, but you never prioritize like actually getting to know the worker bees, like the people mm -hmm. on the floor doing the job. Um, so it was cool to see that evolution, I think of his character, but yeah, I was like, if you're going to be like in charge of people, like she said at one point, she's like, you signed my bereavement leave, yeah, but like, didn't no even idea. ask. Yeah. Like that's, that's like poor management. I, mm -hmm. I believe like, yeah, sure. You gave her the leave, but like, you never even gave her a condolence or, you know, I don't know if you want to ask who it is, but like the fact that you didn't know her husband died and you're her manager, yeah. it's like not a good thing. So yeah. Did you get the feeling that they were trying to kind of play him sort of on the spectrum a little bit? That's what I was wondering. I was like, yeah. is he kind of on, which that is great, but like, let us give us a hint that that's what yeah, it is. Because you know? he, he was so socially awkward that it, yeah. it kind of made me wonder if that's what they, it, that they were kind of getting at. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I, it was an interesting performance. I mean, it was, was just hard to root for him because he just wasn't very thoughtful, wasn't very kind. Um, and, and it, when you're dealing with these kind of stories, you have to know like, what's the right clicking spot to switch over to, to bring him around, you know, so that he's not the, he's not the Scrooge anymore. Uh, and I think they waited a little too long here, uh, for him to, to start to, to change. Yeah. That did affect the chemistry and it just affected the story, but I, I still did enjoy aspects of it. And like I said, by the end, I had kind of come around on it. Uh, yeah. uh, but I liked the little, uh, friends group that she has. Yeah, they're like evidently like a gift wrapping group. Yeah, it's like a, a support group that she mm -hmm. formed when her yeah. husband passed away. So I was like, that's really sweet. I really liked that. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. 
Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. The little scenes with the kids was fine. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, Sherman, like <laughs> you need to calm down, little Sherman. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she Being shows realistic. Grace shows like, up the list. Yeah, she shows up the list. <laughs> Sherman's like, uh, the princess, the pr- Christmas prince is not real. <laughs> well, and there were some funny lines, like when she says that he needs to lose the pocket protector vibes. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and also, I didn't really understand why he's upset that she spent $20 on a sweater for oh him. yeah like yeah $20 that would be like a good deal yeah I was like okay dude but I I, I mean I, I feel like we didn't get cashmere. a lot what yeah we didn't you're get $200 to learn for a lot cashmere. about him yeah we don't I don't know enough about you to understand why you would be upset about her spending $20 on a sweater yeah like that is nothing. Like you are easy going to spend two hundred dollars on a cashmere sweater. <laughs> so twenty dollars. I mean, you'd be lucky to get a sweatshirt for twenty dollars, yeah. let alone a sweater. Yeah. Even at Walmart, I don't know. it was good. I mean, it was good. It, it the second half. If anyone is listening and you haven't watched it, <laughs> stick through the first half. The second half, it gets better. I was just like, maybe at this snowy, uh, snowy Houston, uh, they have great deals on cashmere. <laughs> uh, but uh, they, she kind of talks to the little girl to that she can make her wishes less, less ambitious and greedy. So they kind of work that out, and uh, and then you have uh, you have Evan kind of freaking out. He's like, I have no idea what a sprint smiles like. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't even like kids, which he admits in the beginning. So yeah. I also thought it was funny that he tells this, uh, he tells a prince Christmas prince story and we don't get awful. to see all of it. We see the beginning of it, but it was still funny when he's like, who puts Godzilla in a prince yeah. <laughs> that was funny so grace i was a little bit confused are we supposed to think that grace knows he's not the christmas prince or like what was just the fact that she was like so insistent that her mom like go on a date with him and on it it was kind of like does she know this guy is her is the boss like does she know that that he's not the prince but he wants I don't know. I just, I kind of wondered what her, what her self-awareness was of this whole thing. The little girl, that little, that little, I guess it's like a birthmark, but she's like, yeah. oh, he has the mark of the Christmas prince. So yeah. that was her, her, and like, I mean, oh, this is him. So she wants her mom to be like the Christmas princess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So she wants them to go out on a date. <laughs> 
little matchmakers, little matchmakers. So uh, then we have this whole scene where he tries to get a table at a restaurant. He can't do it. Again, this was all sort of feeling of like, is this character supposed to be on the spectrum? Like he's really awkward in a lot of different situations not just in leading the group even like talking to this guy at the restaurant um he's he's struggling uh, i thought and so then she goes in and she like can speak to him in french and and uh all that and so they get the uh the table uh, at the um and she says when someone shows they are really really listening they will show you their chewy size side okay she said talking about that guy at the restaurant yeah 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 but uh but yeah i mean she was an interesting character i mean it's cool that that tamara keeps playing uh these strong women who are interested in the sciences and uh i think that that's that's cool and that she was so desirable as a worker that he would do all this for her is you know is, is cool yeah her classic moment in the beginning of like, I'm quitting. <laughs> you can't mm-hmm. make us do it. Like, yeah. it was all, she had some really good moments. Like her acting was just so good in this movie. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like it might have been better if he had just been a total stranger, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe somebody that's like panhandling or something like that. And then the, the, the and then the daughter sees that it was like, you're the Christmas prince. And so then she has to work with this like total stranger as opposed to this person who had been her boss and was kind of a jerk. Yeah. To her. Like, I think that probably would have worked better in the story. Yeah. I don't know. This is like that. But then how do you get like the guy to agree to it? Like maybe, I don't know. This already, yeah, it's like perfect (laughs) conflict because like he needs her. I mean, the stakes, like, he doesn't want her to go. He's already been told like if one more person quits, you know, so like there's something in it for both of them. So mm-hmm. this setup definitely works. I think where the movie definitely failed a little bit was like you said, like they just kind of drew out his Grinchness a little too long. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's definitely, I think like the big fault of the movie was it mm-hmm. just lasted a little, it made it really kind of slow <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. Well, it's this meal at this restaurant is where things start to turn for uh, for her, at least, that she starts to see him as a nicer person. And uh, and he starts to be sort of more impressed with her. And and so that's when when things uh, and then w- there's also the whole scene with with Grace going to the tea service with uh, with Evan. And that was yeah. that was pretty cute. That was sweet. Yeah, yeah that was sweet. Cute. And uh, then we have uh, him trying to make cookies. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the four characters in these Hallmark movies, they struggle making cookies. <laughs> I think they need to just buy the like uh, the the kinds that you just that are already made, you know, and yeah. then you stick them in, Pop the them in the oven. <laughs> uh, so he finds out that he might. Uh, be getting fired because they're uh, the uh, the execs up above are upset with him and uh and then on the um one of the things on the list is a 
baby grand piano, which are thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, not cheap at all, you guys. No. <laughs> and so he brings her an electric piano, which was very sweet. And I think that that is where he's now he's finally kind of transitioned over to nice guy. Yeah. 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 So. And uh, and then there's the whole Christmas dance, which was really cute. Um, and he says, this is the best Christmas I've ever had. And he's now, uh, he's now giving out stockings at the office and just like super cheerful. (laughs) The guy's like, uh, everybody got the same thing, but at least they're customized or something like that. I was like, yeah, you know, that's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and then we have, uh, the, uh, there, of course there's like, so there's the whole meeting where he's sitting down with the board. And of course these always happen on like Christmas Eve. And <laughs> I was like, watching and I was like, does this happen in real life? Like <laughs> if anybody listening is like in the business corporate world, hit us up and tell us, do y'all really do this? No, no. <laughs> nobody works on Christmas Eve. Or right. Christmas Eve. Nobody, <laughs> but uh, he wants to go to the dance. Uh, but the board is having this meeting and I did kind of like, cause I think it's super cringy to have the whole scene of like, I have to leave now, you know, whatever. But he says pretty much from the beginning, I I'd like to do that, but I can't cause I have somewhere I have to go. There's yeah. no like grand revelation, you know, or <laughs> sorry, gentlemen, I have to leave now. I was yeah. like, Oh no. But yeah, he just says from the very beginning, I, that sounds like a fun thing. I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. I like that. That was a good way to handle, handle that kind of scene. I thought. Yeah. And, I was uh, like, when she's like, um, like, where do you have to be or something? He's like, don't ask. I was like, oh man, you should have told her like, I'm supposed to be a prince right now for a little girl. So yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> it's cute. And you have, she's so grace is kind of disappointed that he's not there or he's late and uh the little kids make fun of her for still believing in the crisps prince yeah and uh and it, she says, says i feel like you don't believe anymore and that we do find out that uh evan's getting promoted and that's why they're like stay stay we, you know we'll, we're gonna have we're gonna t- talk more about all these things nope i can't right <laughs> merry yeah. christmas you guys merry christmas <laughs> that's right uh <laughs> And, uh, and then they go to the dance, uh, and he says, I don't want to be hurt, but I love you. Not just grace, which was very cute. It feels yeah. a little bit unbelievable, uh, that they dropped the, I probably wouldn't have dropped the L word in this situation. So early, yeah. 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 I probably would have just been like, I really want to go on a date with you because uh, they, I mean, I guess they technically had been on one date, but they moved away in these Hallmark movies from the, I love you at the end, unless there's like an epilogue or something like that a year later or something. Uh, they usually don't say, I love you at the end. Uh, and I think I, that probably would have been the better way to go is to maybe have like a year later or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, um, you guys did not like each other, you know, a few days ago. (laughs) But I do like that we're seeing a variety of types of masculinity and and, and, uh, a variety of hunks in our Hallmark movies this year. Uh, I'm joking that that's nerd chic 
is the thing (laughs) that we've had, which I'm a a big fan of. Uh, And I mean, I like the, the, you know, the classic hunk too. I mean, I love well suited for Christmas and doesn't get hunkier than that guy, but, uh, but (laughs) I like this too, the nerdy vibe. Yeah. 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 It's fun. So, uh, and then he's in the princess He's in the prince outfit at the yes. end with the oh my gosh. royal carriage. I and, lost it at that yeah, point. I was like, was he fun. showed up as a prince with a carriage and then he got her <laughs> little crown. I was like, oh, this is yeah. every little girl's fantasy right here. <laughs> and then he gives a crown to her to mm-hmm. uh, get her character's name to to Tamara. And, uh, and then... I, it was very cute. The kiss, yeah. so they kiss, and and the, well, the whole time she's covering, they're covering the eyes of the little girl. <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> so it won me over by the end. I I thought that it had a nice heart to it, and, and uh, the uh, I thought that by the end it had a nice heart to it, and uh, it was cute, and uh, I liked. Tamara particularly in it I thought that she was she was really good she really earned all the emotional scenes and when she says that you have no idea what this little girl's been through like you felt it yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. her acting was phenomenal I think yeah so what would you give this one one to five crowns I knew you were gonna ask me that I've been thinking about it all day I'd say like I feel like Anne is going to be like, what? Uh, <laughs> I feel like you, a Ann. 3.75, almost a four star. Again, oh. like I want those memorable moments. And I feel like the memorable moments in this movie were at the end. Yes. I agree. You know, and I'm just like, I don't know. I can't give it like a four or a five when like the first hour was kind of a slog. I mean, the first like it had strong moments, but like not strong enough to like overshadow the fact that it was kind of boring that first hour. Yeah. So I I give it a, a 3.5 out of five. So there okay. we go. It there did go. win me over in the end. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. Looking for the perfect gift for the romantic book lover in your life? These contemporary romance novels will woo their way into your hearts. First, we have To Win a Prince by Tony Shiloh. Fashion aficionado Iris Blakely dreams of using her talent to start a business to help citizens in impoverished areas. But when she discovers that Econ Dilo will be her business consultant, the battle between her desires and reality begins. Can she keep her heart and business intact despite the challenges she faces? Have to read to find out. Next up, All That It Takes by Nicole Deese. After moving cross-country with her son and accepting a filmmaker's mentorship, Val Locklear is caught between her insecurities and new possibilities. Miles McKenzie returns home to find a new tenant is living upstairs, and he's been banished to a ministry on life support. As sparks fly, they discover that authentic love and sacrifice must go hand in hand. 
Pretty Little Spaces by Carmen Schober, sure to please. Georgina Havoc's dream of a happily ever after falls apart when her boyfriend blindsides her with a pause. She is determined to pick up the pieces of her previously perfect life, but with the reappearance of her troubled twin sister, plus the presence of a ruggedly handsome ex-sniper, she's left facing not only her shattered future, but also her past. Looking for Leroy by Melody Carlson, Brianna Phillips is ready to give up on love, but when her fellow teacher invites her on a trip through Sonoma wine country, she's reminded of her first crush, whose family owned a vineyard there. Is there any chance she can find him? And one last chance for a love? Next up, The Sweet Life by Suzanne Woods Fisher, jilted by her fiance, Don Dixon, escapes to beautiful Cape Cod on a groomless honeymoon with her mother. But she didn't expect her mom to risk everything on a whim to move there permanently and buy a rundown ice cream shop in need of repair. Of course, in order to make their new life work, they'll also need her ex's help. Finally, The Last Way Home by Liz Johnson, a disgraced former NHL player and a local artist are thrown together when her pottery studio burns to the ground on the day he returns to Prince Edward Island. But as they work together to rebuild, their secrets will come out, putting even their hearts on the line. So head over to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies to pick up one of these great books and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th to December 12th. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off. We have when I think of Christmas and this is uh, was on the 20th in Sinead Grimes Beach, Niall Mater and Beth Broderick, director Peter Benson and it's Sarah Thompson returns to her hometown to help her mother move and is surprised to find her ex-boyfriend Josh Hartman is back home. The two had once planned a life in music together, but Sarah left to study law. The former flames slowly reconnect and try to heal wounds, both old and new. When Sarah makes a surprising discovery, she and Josh forge a bold plan for the upcoming Christmas concert that will lead them all back to their musical roots and make a a holiday to remember. So... I'll go first on this one, I guess. I, I I had sort of low expectations, even though I had a great time talking to Shanae. We have the interview on the on the podcast. You should check that out. It was really cool to interview her. Uh, and I like Niall. I like everybody involved in this. But because I felt like Hallmark was kind of under-marketing it, like they barely had the poster out uh, like two days before. I'm trying to get it to put it on the... Uh, the, the artwork for the interview and I couldn't find it. They hadn't released it yet. And I just felt like they were doing so little. So oh, this one's probably not going to be very good. Uh, and it's, you know, it sounds somewhat generic in the summary. And uh, so I, maybe that might've helped it a little bit because I was going in with low expectations, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was a really solid little, uh, little romantic drama, uh, rom-com, I guess. Um, I, I liked, I felt like each of the characters were, were well done by the writers uh, they all, they all had layers. They had specific motivations for why they were behaving the way they were for their, for, you know, they all had pretty well-developed backstories and, and I don't know, I just felt like it was a well-written story. I thought that the mid movie kiss was great. Uh, and I felt like they had good chemistry. So I, 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 I enjoyed this one a lot more than I thought I was going to. Uh, what do you think, Bree? <laughs> I 
did not like this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the mid-movie kiss was uh, pretty good. Uh, did like that. I was like, oh, we're spinning around. Yeah. I mean, oh, gosh. Um, I thought the acting was really good. Like, the acting was really good. But I didn't feel like they actually had. I didn't believe that these two people had been together before. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I need some chemistry if you're going to give me a second chance. And I felt like Niall, like, oh my God, he did not make it easy for her, which I liked. He was like pretty standoffish. You could tell he was hurt. Um, and she was kind of like bugging. I was like, girl, he's not filling you. And you were just like, no, you're going to pay me attention. You're going to pay me attention. Um, I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that I hate, I didn't hate it. I just was like, okay, it's just, it's okay. Like the movie, mm-hmm. the, the music ones are the ones that I'm usually like, oh gosh, there's going to be singing in this. Like, am I going <laughs> to enjoy it? And I had just watched, I don't know what the one on Lifetime was, but it was like very similar. Girl yeah, goes home country and Christmas harmony. Yes. That and was, I that was better. That I'll, one. I'll bring you that. That one was better, but, uh, but yeah, I, I do agree. I wrote on Twitter. I was like, she took some bitter pills. I mean, they were really upset with each other at the beginning. Uh, I did love the the mom because I was like, oh, from Sabrina, the teenage yeah. witch, the aunt. It was, um, it was cute. And they they were so excited about this condo. And I'm like, what world are we living in where Hallmark characters are excited about a condo? Yeah, leaving your house that you've yeah. grown up in and all of that. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just felt like it was okay. I was like another concert to do whatever, you know, but I did like that. He convinced her mom to sing. I thought that part of it was, you know, sweet and touching. I don't know. It just, I thought like, while the acting was phenomenal, because I, I, Niall really was, I was like, he does not like this girl. He is really hurt. I just didn't feel the chem. I did not feel the chemistry between mm-hmm. them. So yeah. I think that was it for me. So they have this whole backstory of the fact that he had gotten this showcase in Nashville and she, uh, she decided to go to college at Yale because she got a scholarship. I love that. She was like, can you really blame me for going to college? Yeah. <laughs> and, and they each saw it kind of differently, which I thought was pretty uh, accurate to how this would happen. Like he saw it as her abandoning him. She saw it as like, I tried to call you over and over and over and, and I over wrote again. You. And you never, yeah. you never answered. You never responded. I wrote you. I, I, I tried to call you and it, you know, he sees as, well, you totally ghosted me. Yeah. And then we get the part, like she has that conversation with her mom, basically of like, which I know this happens a lot. Like my sister has had had that experience of like, you should go to college and do this. Yeah. You know, the mom, she, she was in love. Her husband was in music, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he passed away. And so she was so devastated that she just turned away from music. Yeah. Yeah. So go into something totally different kind of thing. I love it when they angry need dough in these movies where she's like oh, she was like oh. punching it <laughs> and she finds out that he needs a pianist for these auditions because evidently this uh talent show that they're doing uh the same what's the santa um uh, santa santa jam 
or something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that they're doing is definitely like a huge deal and uh, they need to have like all these auditions and practices and stuff. And so she agrees to help them out because the, um, uh, the piano player is out. And so she agrees to help play the piano and, uh, and he says, you know, unlike the law showbiz is spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought these auditions were really funny. I mean, you have Peter Benson, who's the director being this rapper Rappy. guy. That was so funny. <laughs> if you, if you decide to, if you decide I'm good, like hit up my agent. I mean, yeah. I just call my mom. Just call my mom. <laughs> hilarious he needed a break from nashville and uh then you know she she's gotten this break from her law firm uh it seemed like that she did actually enjoy practicing law but uh, i think she enjoyed the hustle of it but i think that being home she sort of realizes that she you know she misses home and she misses she misses music more than she thought yeah yeah. I just was like, okay, if you are a lawyer, I just, I mean, nothing in life is, is guaranteed. And I, yeah, I totally appreciate the message that these movies send, like, you know, follow your heart, go with your gut. But I'm like, are you giving up your career in law for, for what? Like, well, what I mean, he says, are, are you happy? Yeah. She's like, I'm content. So she realizes that she really isn't very happy. And she does say, I'd be more annoyed about her leaving the job if she didn't say, I'm, 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 uh, I, she's evidently passed the bar in four states or she has the ability to practice law in four states. So she has the, it's not like she can't practice law in a, wherever this place is. I forget. That's what I'm, I'm like, that's what I want to see more of like, okay, yeah, we can do this. I can, I can practice law in this state. Like I'm good. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like some lawyer that loves Hallmark is probably watching this. Like, no, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it is brutal to get here. Get partner <laughs> is very right. difficult. Uh, but, uh, but then again, also, if you're not happy and, and you can practice law anywhere, uh, it, it kind of makes sense to me. And I, I thought the relationship between her and her mom was, was really well done. Yeah. Uh, you know, that she's, she's a little bit, uh, resentful of the fact that her mom kind of manipulated her a little bit into leaving and not yeah. choosing music. And her mom didn't want that for her. And uh, so they have this kind of he, she says, I, mom says, I never meant to make your decision for you. Uh, but she says, I had lived a life in music. And then she says, what if I missed out on my best life? Yeah. So oh, I, I think I thought that was all pretty nuanced and pretty well done. I, I, I liked it. And yeah. I felt like for how little time you have in these movies, they, each character had like a really well built up character motivation of, of why they were the way that they are yeah. and uh and i thought that was good and they they grow to you know forgive each other and uh we also uh we get a cameo from um uh jonathan bennett that was random 
and yeah. funny. What did you think of that? <laughs> that was, I was like, okay. <laughs> Again, like we weren't seeing a lot of, you know, sneak peeks and previews. So it was just mm-hmm. a pleasant surprise. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so I liked that they gave a relationship to, to the mother. Uh, yeah. Cause and Mark Humphrey, he is like such a swoon worthy older guy. Yes. Very. So good. Very. He was on when calls the heart for a while. He was the, the pastor in Hope Valley. And then, uh, and then he was, I, we saw him again, uh, in that Holly Robinson Pete movie mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, where's the road trip movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and so he was, you know, pretty swoon worthy in just a few scenes and that. And then here he gets like, he's a great hunky guy. Older he guy. is. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favorite quote was, um, Niall's character. He says, he said, I am done fighting for you. And I was like, I felt that to my yeah. core. <laughs> they get in a big fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I am done fighting for you. I was like, Oh, like mm-hmm. shank to the heart. Yeah. Well, and then the mom and daughter kind of get into a fight and, and she says uh, that, and then that uh, I was afraid something like that could happen to you. I wanted to protect you. And, yeah. uh, and so, yeah, this did feel like a movie that's probably should have been on movies and mysteries. It was yeah. definitely more of like a drama. Like I said, like, I feel like Hallmark is really leaning into the like women's fiction and yeah. I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah, I, no, I like agree. it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you're right. Like, I think it should have been on the other channel to be yeah. honest. And and they had so few, they only had nine movies on the other channel. So I don't understand why they didn't move things around more. Are they done putting movies on there or are we, do we have more coming? We have more coming, but there were only nine total. Okay. Okay, yeah. I was about to say just Saturday <laughs> night. Did I miss something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just Saturday nights. So she she ends up uh wearing this sparkly dress. And I thought it was kind of a strange choice uh for a Christmas movie. It was like brown and black with like yeah. stripes and it had this sort of I mean she looked beautiful. She's a beautiful person, of course. But um, but I don't know, I just thought it was sort of a strange choice. The whole part of the little Christmas, you know, event was the little girl. Yeah, yeah. Little girl. <laughs> and how they like came out on stage say- and helped her. I thought that was adorable. Yeah, she cannot remember to say branches. Yeah. You know, oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> how lovely are thy. Uh- <laughs> and they come out and help her. I was like, oh, yeah. this is sweet. <laughs> oh, gosh. There was a moment like after one of the practices, he, um, he walks to her and he's like, I'm going to take you to your, to your mom. And he's like, he, you see him like hold out his hand and he's like, my lady. And she takes his hand and they walk off and I'm like, oh God, I love this. And it's not even that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. And so she finds this music that her mother had written to sing at this same event uh, with the dad, but then he ended up passing away. So it never got sung the mom's Christmas song. And so she wants, originally she wants the two of them to, or, or just him to perform it. And, uh, and that she thinks that, uh, that she should sing it solo. They all, and she says, we are stronger together. And, uh, and then they, uh, they end up, there's a, uh, the Christmas tree on the stage that they're all getting, they're getting ready decorating it lights and everything and uh once they turn on they get really excited the lights and they have what i call a caught up in the moment kiss 
Yeah. You know, because there's like, shut up and kiss me, kiss, where this person's just like talking, 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 and then they go for it. Or there's the uh, caught up in the moment kiss where they're just like super excited. And usually there's like hug involved and then the hug leads to a kiss. And then they're like, well, just do. And that yeah. was this kiss. <laughs> and I, I thought it was a, a really good kiss. I, I thought it was very, very well done. Yeah. yeah, it was very spoon worthy, I thought. And, and I loved that, you know, she says, this is crazy. And he says, you need crazy in your life. You need more crazy in your life. That was really good. Yeah. And, and then he says, Sarah, are you happy? Cause in the end, I, all that matters is in the, is that, are you doing something that you can get like some degree of happiness? Like everybody has parts of their jobs that they hate. But uh, if you're miserable, there's it. I don't know. It's it's such it's such a big part of your life that if you are miserable at your job, it is it is tough. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like some. I feel like Hallmark picks on certain jobs a yeah. lot. Well, it's always a lawyer, and yeah. I'm like, I, I I'm sure there are lawyers out there who <laughs> love their job. Like, yeah. stop picking on lawyers yeah. and doctors. Like, <laughs> there are women who do those jobs to make ends meet, and they're sure. happy. Like, they're okay. Yeah. Like, pick something else. <laughs> I don't. know. it's true, also, and I think that they probably <laughs> they picked the lawyer because it was like the total opposite of the, uh, like the singing and the carefree and the, you know, all of that kind of thing. And so it, it, it was like, couldn't be more different that she'd gone to this life of, of, uh, of law. Uh, yeah. but... but like in reindeer games, homecoming, I just love that. Like she wanted to, she had wanted to be a doctor, but she was a teacher, you know? Yeah. So it's like, those are two very, I think, underappreciated jobs right there. So yeah. regardless of the fact that like your dream is to be a doctor, it's like, but you get all my respect, girl, because you have been doing <laughs> high school teaching in the meantime. Well, and yeah. she like didn't hate her job. I I mean, she just wasn't like particularly happy. She was just kind of going through the motions, I, I think. Yeah. More than anything else. But yeah, it's true that it is nice when they give them a little bit of a different job, like in um in uh love to the rescue she's an animator and that's just like a little bit different and Something fun and different yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and i liked again mark humphrey and he's like helping helping with the move and mm-hmm. i do think that there is no way if you were literally moving that week that you would set up a full christmas tree i've no. been there moving yeah. during uh soon after christmas and it's there's no way you would <laughs> and certainly not garland everywhere i mean we're talking days because she gets there and they're like still in the house for a couple days and it's like Mm -hmm. oh we should probably mom why didn't you pack well i wanted to enjoy the last holiday here and it's like girl moving is stressful okay (laughs) yeah oh so stressful yeah they were nicer about condos in this movie than i've ever seen any other hallmark movie (laughs) (laughs) the condo was beautiful though from what i could see We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. 
Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. They have like this cute moment, I thought, at the high school where they're rehearsing and they're eating their sour gummy worms mm-hmm. and uh, and talking. That was their ritual to get through their nerves. Yeah. Was sour gummy worms. That was cute. And, uh, and, and yeah, he says that, uh, that she says, maybe it was always about survival for me. Uh, and, uh, and, and then they say, why, why not go after fulfillment now? Why, uh, why settle, I guess. And, right. and then she says, you're the only one only thing I truly regret. And, uh, and I, I did like, I thought this was a well-written line where he says, let's make this emotions for dummies. Are you saying you've, you've had some feelings for me? And, uh, and then he, she says, what if we could feel that way nearly all the time? And I felt like they should have had a kiss there at that scene. Yeah. It just kind yeah. of, it just sort of ends and you don't get to ends. see the ending. But uh, especially since they'd already kissed once, I think it that it made would you would not have that conversation and, and not have kiss. another kiss. Yeah, so they should have had a kiss at the end of that. Scene. Maybe we ha- maybe we have a secret Hallmark kiss limit. They're like, okay, we already gave you one. <laughs> you have to get the one at the ending. We're not gonna slide another one in there. No, they should have. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that that scene definitely needed a kiss at the yeah. end. Yeah. Maybe we need to write emotions for dummies for Hallmark, right? <laughs> Hallmark. <laughs> uh, and so they hear the, yeah, the music, uh, music from the skating rink and uh, says, I'm proud of you, but can I ask you something? Is your heart racing as fast as mine is right now? And yeah. And that's when he says, what if you could feel this way nearly all the time? And they, they should have had a kiss there. And then, uh, so then Mark Humphreys, he hears uh, the mom singing and he asks her out to the concert and that was really cute. And she's just so nervous. She says, no, but uh, he says, I really like you. And, and I mean, she says, I really like you. I made, I made a vow to think things through and to take things slowly and then uh, he says, I've made mistakes, but I've learned something different. You can't stay locked in the past. Right. If you're lucky enough to find a real connection, grab it while you can. So that was, that was really, really sweet. And then, uh, and then they have, of course, a rough dress rehearsal it does not go well. And that's like every dress rehearsal ever. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's always terrible. <laughs> <laughs> there's a time for it to not go well though that's the time yeah. yeah and then they have a great show um then she gets invited to go to the new year's party and uh, i i think that she could still go to the new year's party and maybe bring him as her arm candy and she even says that she says why don't you come to new york with me yeah and, uh, and he says, well, I already got my ticket to New York at the end. So I'm not really sure exactly where they're, what's going on with the relationship yeah. at the end, but that's whatever. how I was at the ending. I was like, so are they, <laughs> is she staying here? Are they going to Nashville? Are they going to New York? Yeah. It was so 
I feel like unanswered. Well, and she's so mad at him for having inviting his agent. Yeah, I didn't really understand why she was so mad at him. I didn't either. I was like, I don't understand why we're (laughs) upset. Uh, she was just upset that he was like anything out of this. Yeah. Somehow it didn't like respect her career goals or something that he was like forcing her into this. I don't know. And, uh, the, someone says, I'm not the one who needs music to come back to life. Uh, and then he says, you shouldn't have to work to find happiness. And, and then she leaves and, uh, and she says, here I am singing hurt all over again. And uh, she says, what if you come with me 10 years? And, and she says, we, we will just figure it out as we go. But then he, uh, he hesitates. He doesn't agree. Uh, but they end up, but uh, the mom and Mark Humphreys go on the date to the concert. That was cute. Yeah. And uh, they say my greatest joy of this season is reuniting with a special person in my life. And, uh, and then, and then it says, I'm not sure I've conveyed how important Sarah has been to the concert. And that's when, uh, the mom gets up and sings her song, which was very yeah. sweet. Yeah. But it's very sweet. And he says, he wanted the moment to be as memorable to you as it was for me. And, and then she says, I never wanted you to stop dreaming. And uh, so that was really sweet between the mom and daughter. And this is when we get her line. I'm that I'm licensed to practice law in four States, but music I can only do in one place with one person. Mm -hmm. So, and they also very cheesy, but swoonworthy line I thought was, don't you ever want to make partner? I already have a partner. I already (laughs) have a partner. Oh my gosh, gag me with a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I already have it. I already have a ticket to New York. So I guess they'll (laughs) they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. out. We're winging it. (laughs) But yeah, I liked this movie. I thought that they did a pretty good job of developing basically four dynamic characters that I was invested in. I thought they had chemistry. I liked the relationship between the mom and the daughter. I thought that was moving and well done. And yeah, it wasn't perfect. There were definitely spots where I was like, what? What's going on here? I loved the kiss. I thought it was so good. Um, So I'm going to give this a four out of five. I really enjoyed it. Uh, What about you? Where would you give it? Um, I'll give it a 3.5. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Not bad, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't hate it, guys. I just, you I know, I grabbed my phone. A three. A, I grabbed my phone a couple of times. Yeah. I was a little bored. I didn't really believe the chemistry, but mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing. I, I watched can, the whole thing. And I have a feeling our listeners are going to be more on your side than my side, but well, let uh, us know. Let, let us, us know. know yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? Because it seems like from what I've seen on Instagram and stuff like that, people didn't enjoy it as much as I did. Uh, but uh, but there we go. I I, uh, I think that I am always pretty invested in like stories about families, particularly mm-hmm. like sibling stories. In this case, it was a mother daughter story uh, that that will get me kind of almost every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'll be huh. honest. Sometimes the ones that you end up like really enjoying, I'm like, you enjoyed that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it always takes me by surprise the one that you're like i really liked it and i'm like i did not expect you to like this movie <laughs> so yeah it's yeah i'm an part enigma, of the i'm an enigma what can you say <laughs> yes <laughs> but uh but let us know what you think and free work people find you I am Brie unabashedly on Instagram, Twitter, as long as it's here. Um, TikTok, I'm I'm on TikTok, guys. I've went over to the dark side. Uh, <laughs> and I co-host the Categorically Romance podcast with my friend Aaron. And we had Aaron on the podcast uh, for to talk her Christmas story. So it, it was a really fun episode. We were cracking each other up. So he's great. Uh, you should all check that out. And uh and yeah you're gonna have to come talk with us about the Lindsay lohan he's like let's talk to Lindsay lohan and yeah like, see if rachel <laughs> wants to talk about it i'm like i she's already watched it so <laughs> i'm there let's do it <laughs> but make sure you're following the podcast the homework pod and homework podcast all over social media and if you are listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews it really helps us a lot for people to find the podcast and if you are watching on youtube please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group, which is a great way to help the podcast, but also get get to participate in watch alongs and other fun events. And I already have the watch alongs planned for December and January. And trust me, you're going to want to be a patron to participate because it's going to be so fun and <laughs> some, some really fun ones. So also we have our merch store. We can get tons of fun, festive designs. So as you're out Black Friday shopping, save a little, uh, a little bit, a little money for the Patreon and to get some really cool merch for postables, hardies, uh, hallmarkies, all of that inspired designs. And, uh, and we sure appreciate it very much. And we'll talk to y'all later. Merry Christmas. I can't wait to chat these up TV movies with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>